Welcome to the 65th episode of the Triple Takeover Toycast, a fortnightly podcast all about Transformers and other toy lines. My name is Sixo, but more on that later, because as ever, I'm joined by my two frankly outrageously amazing co-hosts. First up, we've got the wonderful Maz from Transformers Square One. Hello and welcome. Hello indeed. How's it going? Fantastic. How are you doing? Um, very well. Thank you very much. And then we have Liam from Toybox Soapbox. How's your window cleaner? <laughs> he was just about to what ho you. Now you've caught me. Now I don't know what else to say. It was like my brain was in. I was actually going to go hidey hi. You surely were not going to say Heidi High. What after sixty-five episodes, you were going to go for Heidi High as opposed to what ho? I've done Heidi High a few times, you know, Heidi High campers, Heidi ho. But my uh, window cleaner, we don't have one at the minute. We, we sort of changed, and we're kind of going through that phase of you know where you cancel one because you've got a new one, and the new one sort of quits window cleaning altogether. You know, this hinterland of not wanting, to, you kind of need to go back to the old one, but you feel a bit dodgy going back to the person you sacked off. Yeah, I, I did mention this was a, a, a toy and Transformers theme podcast, didn't I? People are going to be wondering what they've tuned in for here now, <laughs> if they're first-time listeners. It's 65 episodes in, man. They know what they're getting now. Well, I don't know. If you've never heard it before, you might be thinking, is this Window Cleaners podcast? You know, what's going on? Uh, this is 65. That next next episode should be Star Wars theme, shouldn't it? Well, oh, 66. Order 66. Yeah. yeah. Depends if you order it or not. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Yeah, I, I can see. I can see that. May the puns be with us. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Getting <laughs> us back on track, we are here to talk with a natural topic in mind, and it's Transformers Alternity. <gasps> so, alternatively speaking. I would have waited an alternative for this. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I've actually made that pun before, believe it or not. I've used that. Uh, I think I posted a picture of uh, Alternative Megatron once, and I used that pun. That sounds like an alternative fact to me. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Liam. He claimed that yeah. pun already. You can't use it. Trademark. Do Loyalties. I have to like pay like a Loyalties little fee? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are going to talk about Alternative. So this is, well, it was a bit of a fun one for us to talk about because uh, we've already done Vinyl Tech. We've already done Transformers GT. And actually, this is kind of the middle child of those two. Like GT is sort of essentially the same molds uh, toy wise, but sort of the successor to alternative, if anything. Whereas this kind of spun off of alternators and vinyl tech, didn't it? And uh, it's it's a really strange little toy line, but I think also quite underappreciated as well. Do you guys think that's fair to say? I don't know if I have enough experience of it to say that because I only have experience of the Transformers GT Prime. I don't. I never had the regular Convoy Nissan GTR, but I really, really liked the TFGT Prime. So I can see the potential in the line, and I can see what's good about it. The only other one I owned was the Banzai Tron, which was the right. Orochi mold yes. with the Seekers, mm. and I was far less into that. So I've right. seen kind of both ends of it, I think. But I mean, you've got the whole line. Would you say that the like the Seeker mold was the weakest of all the alternative molds? Well, I should clarify here before the all of Transformers rumor uh, erroneously rears its head yet again. I, I don't have the whole line. You're sitting in the all of Transformers room. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sitting in I'm sitting in, in the most office. of Transformers room. I think if you go on Google Maps, like Sixers House just says all of Transformers here. <laughs> right. It's a big sign. Just a Google, big take me to all of Transformers. Hey Siri, yeah. take me to all of Transformers. Mm. Talking to Mr. All of Toys, as I am here, of course. But uh, no, I don't have the whole the whole alternative line. Uh, that, that statement You've got all the moulds, though, don't slightly you? Slightly correct. I do. I have so all the moulds. So that's what I mean. Like, would you say that's that the... Four moulds. So yeah. the Seeker mould is the weakest mould of the right. four? Based on the four... <sighs> That's a hard one. 
Because even then, it has its pros. Yeah, I guess, it looks great I, in robot mode. Yeah, like, exactly. And super it looks good. fantastic in car mode. It's yeah. it's a stunning looking toy. It's just an absolute ass to handle. Yeah, bits fall, fell off all over it. It was yeah. it broke. It was paint chipped. Uh, I really, really struggled with the Banzai Tron, but it was beautiful. Yeah. I love looking at it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. The the star scream. It was one I remember. I posted a picture of that online, and people immediately were like, "What is this? I love it." Mm. You know, they just love the look of it. But the number of people I think I said to, like, "Yeah, it it looks amazing, but you would not want to pick it up." Right. <laughs> like, you know, it's just one of those. I'm looking at it right now, and it's gorgeous. I, I keep these in car mode typically because the they're like the only Transformers, these and Binal Tech, that I keep in their alternate modes. Well, that's the thing. They they followed that very key aspect of Binal Tech in having super high accuracy, accuracy car mode. Super, super yeah. high. Let's try and try, let's try that again. Very highly accurate car modes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> highly accurate car modes. Let's they look like the narrow thing. It down. Yeah, yeah. They look exactly. like cars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but they're scaled they're as well, aren't they? Is it a 134, 132? Uh, it is one. Oh, no, you've got me doubting. 148. 132. 132, okay. Was, when you said 134, my bra- I, I was like about to say it's 132. And then when you said 134, my brain was like, could it be 134? But no, it is 132. But that was a bit of an adjustment. I remember because I was big into vinyl tech when this line came around. So oh, did you like those saying, toys? Uh, what, vinyl tech? Yeah. Were you uh, a fan? Yeah, was I was. I, I never, never really. I kept it kind of quite quiet, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. on that score. We should but, do an episode uh, on it. Might we spark something in someone. Yeah, might kind of kick off a whole sort of re-energized <laughs> feeling about the line. I don't know. A, a binal tech revolution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, in a in an alternative universe, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to stop. Don't force with that it, now. chaps. Don't force yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel It'll like that was, <laughs> I was reaching too deep for that one, certainly. <laughs> Uh, but no, um, I remember when this came around. So it's worth saying that this started Alternity in 2009. Uh, I hadn't realized that technically the line lasted three years because it was 2012 when the last toys came out, which seems mad to me. It, it was a bit repaint heavy, but yeah. some really wacky repaint stuff you just mm. did not expect. Like you would not no. have pegged Banzai Tron or yeah. Diatlas. I was going to say Diatlas <laughs> is the one for me that I'm like why what? You know, yeah. I, I kind of want that Diatlas now like looking at pictures of it again. It's uh or Diatras, I think it's called on the packaging, but still Di what? Diatras. <laughs> what did you think I said? I thought you said Diatras and I was like Diatras. <laughs> No, that's I the final didn't. form of every collector. They turn into Raz. So, I was going to say, is that, not, like, is that not his Twitter handle? Die at Raz. <laughs> Die at Raz. Die at Raz. Yeah, <laughs> good work. Actually, when you sing, when you sing it like that, he'd probably yeah. be quite into it. Uh, but no, yeah. So three years, only four molds, but tons of repaints. But I think it is worth kind of looking at what was in there because there's some gorgeous stuff. And uh, but I do remember when this line first came about. I don't know if either of you kind of recall this. But obviously, vinyl yeah. tech had been in heavy flow, and uh, like I'd been super into it. And then I remember reading in one of the magazines. I don't know if it was like seeing pictures from Figure King or whatever it was at the time. Of like, okay, they're changing it now. It's going to be a smaller scale. It's one thirty-two instead of one to twenty-four scale, and this is how they look. And I was so turned off by the the scale change straight out the the gate it just immediately killed it for me i remember tfw and just the wave of disappointment that came out when these toys first appeared i think everybody's initial not everybody there would have been people who liked it with it yeah. the main initial reaction just seemed to be huh 
there's a very yeah. a lot of confusion as to what they were because obviously they're smaller, but their robots don't look like Battletech at all. They just look like something new, and they're all very solid colors, aren't they? As well, so it's yeah, uh, it's quite homogenized yeah it's it's a really it was a weird step because to go from vinyl tech which was very much had its kind of own aesthetic its own design sensibility which i think still sort of stands apart from anything else in transformers even today as we may have already talked about but that had such a kind of good faith behind it at that point you know and it had uh mp1 uh mp01 for you liam uh <laughs> it had you know it had oh. that Oh. oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Must Zero. get it right. What are yeah. you, American now? There's an alternative fact for you. <laughs> uh, no. But, but you know, it had like that kind of built in with it. And it felt like Tech had this kind of big faith behind it and a, a, a big following. And then it was like they just thought, sod it, let's just switch it up for this this other thing instead. Well, I think Tech was on the wane uh, sales-wise big time, wasn't it? I mean, I I'd even lost interest at that point. In Biontech, I think it was actually uh, one of those periods where I stopped collecting because I think 2009 was about when I'd uh, I stopped collecting Biontech. I think I'd I don't know if I sold them or kept them at that point, but I I did stop buying for a while and then came back in 2011, I think. Right. But yeah, so alternative for me was something that was happening almost outside of my collecting, mm-hmm. and it was I remember seeing it and thinking uh, almost well that that doesn't really look like something for me and the packaging was so out there as well the packaging yeah. was so different to Bionic it didn't seem to retain any transformers identity for me uh so it felt almost like is it transformers is it, is it the blue else? boxes yeah, yeah. yeah i mean they yeah. look great but at the t- and these days you look at something like that and the novelty of it is actually more appealing than off-putting mm. But back then, I think it was just like, oh, you know, just watch Revenge of the Fall, and God wasn't that awful. And, uh, <laughs> what a time it was, this? you know. So it's just, I don't, I wasn't really into it at the time, and it was only TFGT when I finally actually bought an alternative mold. I always think, like, I remember seeing the robots for the first time, and they were striking, but not in a positive way because they just there's something about them. They've got that real anime look, mm. like they've come out of a certain types of anime that, and you just like it, just looks like a very bland generic robot, and it's. I don't know. I remember, like, when they people actually got them in hand as well, and the reaction was worse. Like, they often broke quite a bit, didn't they, and stuff like that. But they're, they're quite fiddly, yeah, they're really fiddly. I mean, even the Prime, which is probably the best, is is a little bit fiddly. I mean, your own experience with that TFGT mold is is an example to that, Liam. That it yeah. wasn't quite the experience you wanted in hand. Even though I, I felt like by the time I got to the fourth one, I cracked it, and it was you know, not literally cracked it. No, <laughs> I saved that for you. <laughs> But yeah, I think I looked at it, that whole generic robot thing. It's almost the same way I looked at the PlayStation Optimus and the Mega Drive Megatron. It was just, it felt so removed from Transformers with the, you know, the G1 Transformers, or the things I recognized, all masterpiece, or the kind of stuff like that. It was so far removed and novel that it was just, I was happy for it to be this niche uh, Japanese yeah. subline yeah. that was happening over there. And sort I of on the periphery. To, right, I didn't need to engage with it. Whereas now it's funny because that seems to be far more appealing. Like I can't believe now I didn't buy Mega Drive Megatron and yeah. PlayStation Optimus on release because it's oh. everything I love about hobbies in one thing. Yeah. And now it's quite hard to get those. Mm. But at the time, I bet it wasn't too far away from being alternative-like. No, I completely get all of that. And I think I, I'm a bit the same. Like alternators or vinyl tech, it was different because it felt like not the main line of Transformers because it you know it wasn't Chug or whatever, but certainly in terms it felt of felt like the main line to me, honestly. Well, it, yeah, that's kind of what in I mean. Two thousand three to two thousand six, I think it was the main yeah. line. Yeah, so, well, true, I suppose. Certainly in terms of collector orientated 
Transformers. Yeah. It was it was the main focus. It yeah, because UT main would have been the main line actually at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been Tron yeah. and Energon. That would have been the main line. It, exactly. In terms of the stuff that was appealing to us at the time, I guess it was it was the main thrust of it. And uh, you know, it was something new. It felt like, oh man, we're going to get all the old classics uh, in in this style. You know, so here's jazz, here's blue streak. You know, here they all are. And uh, it was it was just marvelous. And uh, I don't know, alternative felt as you say, like something weird and very Japanese in terms of the style of it and just kind of, I don't know, slightly alien to kind of what we'd had before in a weird way. I should have loved it though, because 2009 was exactly when I was getting massively into Gran Turismo 5. Right. And of course, that was so much about Nissan GTRs and Nissan mm-hmm. Fairladies. That was the whole core, like nine out of 10 cars in Gran Turismo are Nissans. <laughs> it's just yeah. always been that way. And it was just, you know, Nissan GT Academy was what I was competing in and, and working on. And it was just like, alternative should have been like, well, this is perfect. You know, again, just like the console formers, but just some reason didn't see it at the time that way. I think that's fair enough, though. I don't think I did either. But it, but as you say, it's it's one of those lines which actually kind of coming back to appreciate it now. I love it a lot more. And uh, the, the you know, the Prime, for example, I actually think is great. I really think it's a solid it's Transformers toy. It's yeah. not it's not Binal Tech shrunk down, is it? No, it's not. No, it's it really its own thing that. entirely. It's got actually some things about it which I like better than Binal Tech. Dare I say, I know that's maybe a bit of a controversial no, statement. Okay, um, what are you know, I'm talking, Well, so for example, like the way it handles things like the seats and stuff like that is super cool, uh, you know, because they've got little guns in them. Uh, and they end up on his yeah. on his arms. So I think that is uh, is is a really cool uh, you know sort of bit of design. Uh, I really like some of the automorph stuff that goes into it as well. So for those that have never handled like all of these toys, have some factor of kind of automorphing about them, which I suppose sounds weird now because it it kind of sounds like something you find in rescue bots or something like that. But like in the case of the Prime, for example, when you uh, collapse, when you bring the chest forward and angle it down to kind of form his... Uh, it's the front of the car as you bring it down to form his chest. Uh, the, the sort of sides of the car compact in mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. to kind of shrink down in a way that you would kind of imagine that um, like Sideswipe should do, you know, to kind of form the, the better proportions for the robot mode. And it's a really cool feature. It takes a little while to get used to because your first time, I remember being like, well, what is happening here? This is like a bit unusual. I got that with TFGT Convoy. Right. Defo. Exactly. But it's kind of cool. And I I do like it, actually. And even taking away the sort of automorph thing, I think the fact that the chest does shrink down to sort of make this better proportion robot mode I think is a slight advantage over Binal Tech because, you know, some of the proportions on the Binal Tech bots, God love them, do you know what I mean? But they, they can be a little bit um, extreme at times, mm. it's fair to say. Yeah, Prime's proportions are really good. Yes. And I bet, I've never handled the Alternative Prime, but the TFGT one had all the racing gubbins and the extra silhouette mm-hmm, parts. Mm-hmm. Without that, just being the slimline GTR calm uh, road car, I imagine makes it a little bit less kibbly and actually yeah. just probably easier to pose and transform as a result. It really does. It's a super poseable toy. Uh, actually, it's very small. That's the thing. It's it's actually, I mean, now probably comparable to like a sort of standard deluxe size transformer or something. You know, it's it's they're not 
big toys. Like in a way, Binal Tech, obviously we know the scales, but they, they were much more of a kind of prospect to kind of have in your hand. Whereas this is like a real little fiddle former. Yeah. Uh, and so it is fun to kind of pose. In some ways, it kind of reminds me of Diaclone Dire Battles now, in that it's a lot smaller than you yeah. sort of anticipate it mm, being. That's a good chat. Yeah, but it but it's equally fun to handle because yeah. it's so small. And it's got a lot of visual detail for something that small. It's like yes. they've not cut corners with mm. the way it looks or the way it's molded or its proportions or how robotic and advanced and super Japanese robot it looks like. It doesn't yeah. lose any of that for being small. So it just ends up being like a super sharp image on your phone. <laughs> like yeah. Because they super... are basically old deluxe size, aren't they? That's They, they really are. One, 132 is what those cars are. Because whenever I'm looking at scenery, that's what I always look for is 132. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually do fit in really well. Like I often have mm-hmm. them uh, in the background of, uh, or I have used them in the background oh, of yeah, photography street sometimes. Scenes. So street mm-hmm. scenes and things. Yeah. They look great just as because they're sort of quite quite typical roadworthy cars as well so they don't stand out whereas if you have like mm. a masterpiece tracks or something it's a little bit more uh a little bit less subtle let's look say. it might be a nissan but a gtr is not your standard roadworthy car blurred out with a little bit of you know with a shallow depth blur. of field you know it's uh not blurling but don't worry <laughs> steady on it's about the only person they didn't make that car into, isn't it? Yeah, it's They true. did a Magnus, didn't they? They did a white Magnus, did a black convoy. The, oh, yeah. the convoy was red. There's a silver one, too. Yes. Megatron. Wasn't there a Megatron? Megatron was, was Megatron. an Fair Lady. Oh, a Megatron's a Fair Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did um, quite a few recolors. Somebody decorated the Datsuns, you know, with like the G1-style liveries and stuff, because they did a smokescreen. They did the, uh, oh, the wow, Fair Lady. Oh, wow. Out of the Fair Lady. That's cool. Yeah, so this was all that time ago when we didn't have as many options as we do now. And I remember someone doing that and seeing it and being like, oh my God, that is such a cool idea. That's a great idea. Because yeah, they, they they look fantastic when the Prime mold looks amazing with all the GTR livery and everything. It looks really quite exceptional. Uh, but even the sort of plain version, I, I think for ages I didn't bother with these because I love the GT version so much. It was almost like, well, what's the point? You know, these are not going to look as nice without all the, the decals and everything. But yeah. actually... I, there is a real appeal to it. I like that the body shape is a little bit different. As you said, Maz, without all the sort of extra gubbins, it is a little bit more streamlined. But there's some proper design cues in this thing that really work. Uh, I mean, again, the guns in the seats on the arms is super cool. I'm a, I'm a sucker for pop-out arm cannons at the best of times, and I really think that's a, a lovely little neat touch. Super detailed stuff like a little Autobot logo on the waist, which is tiny, really teeny tiny, but so nicely done. So like the painted finish and stuff on them. It's pretty immaculate, actually. Uh, like even just the, the finish on the cars, like on the Prime, for example, it's got this really lovely sort of deep cherry red, shiny painted finish, which is just spectacular, really. Uh, I mean, it picks up the fingerprints a little bit, but otherwise really good. Uh, and even stuff like the way that the, the, the sort of door wings end up and the way that the arms move, it, the, the wings kind of create this extra air of sort of posability about it and it's uh it's great fun do you know i'd, I'd forgotten alternative megatron came with swords oh yeah but i'm looking at his uh robot mode and of course he looks he's got the sort of i don't want to say samurai look but he's definitely yes. got a sort of ancient warrior look about him and he's got like the, the bit that's coming down his crotch as well i'm sure i could have phrased that better yeah. <laughs> no i get exactly what you mean he, he looks does, a lot less like uh, a car robot than yes. Convoy does and Prime because Prime just looks like if Nissan GTR was a G1 car and this is what uh, 
a G1 car bot would look like. Door wings, chest thing, all of it just looks like a G1 car with articulation. But yeah. the Megatron is quite different. Yeah. I, is Samurai the right thing? I guess it maybe yeah. it is. That was the word that sprung to my mind as well. It's that sort of crutch armor, isn't it? That That's have, it, that, yeah. The dangly thing. The dangly thing. It's dingly yeah. danglies. It danglies. It's danglies. No, the swords are cool because if you look on the bottom of the car, they plug in underneath as well. Uh, so they've all got like proper weapon storage and stuff. So, uh, and it is a really nice car mode. I think it's uh, super nice. Yeah. Super, super cool. Uh, if anything, I think on the Megatron, I think the car mode is definitely my favorite of the two. He has a very long face. Yeah, he does. It's it's quite stylized. I'm trying to remember. Is was it a 350Z or was it the updated 370Z? The the Megatron. See now you're asking. You're the car guy. You're the one. That's I know. Meant to I know. thought it was a 350, but it doesn't look like a 350. It's got the different shaped headlights. I'm pretty. Sure. Looks a bit like 370. Does it not say on on TF Wiki? Let's find out. Here we go. It's the 370Z. It is the 370. Okay. I spent so much time driving this car for Gran Turismo Academy. I think that might have been a reason I never bought the Megatron. I just couldn't face it anymore. How come she went in the film? <laughs> because I'm not an actor. <laughs> and I also never qualified for Silverstone. I made the UK finals, but I never progressed from the UK finals. I wanted to be like a person based on you in the background somewhere. Gosh. But yeah, the 370 is really nice. I'm just looking at the blue one and think, how... How bizarre that they made him blue. Yeah, they made them some really interesting colours. I mean, you you briefly mentioned about the primary colours. I think some of them are super cool. Uh, I have the so I have the red and the black prime, the black convoy, um, and I would love to get the Magnus. That's one that I've looked at a few times and been like, oh, it's really nice. Uh, but the some of the Megatron recolors are cool as well. So there's yeah. a purple Galvatron one as well. Oh, I forgot about that one, yeah. And there's mm. there's a silver one and a black diamond one that TFA yeah. lists. And then the blue one. Blue one is the standard one, right? I think so, yeah. Another thing I'd forgotten, uh, I was talking about the all blue box because the Banzitron doesn't have a window. It's just yeah. a solid box. But I'm looking at the regular alternative boxes, and yeah, of course, they're, they're windowed boxes. You can see the car yeah. very clearly. I bet they look really nice lined up together in, in box. Well, there's a picture here that I've just found on the internet, courtesy of Cybertron.com, of all the boxes. So I'll post that there for you on our little oh, yes, shared I'd love chat. To see that. Yeah, it's really nice. They look great, actually. There's, there's apparently five of the boxes that don't have windows. That's super slick. Yeah, it looks great, that doesn't it? looks good. And I don't think you should ever take them out. <laughs> they do look great in the boxes. And I can they're quite small boxes as well, super compact. Uh, so I can sort of see the appeal of that. These, even more than Binal Tech, look like model cars in the box. Yes, 100%. 100%. Like, yeah. you cannot see joins. And, like, Binal Tech hides it well, but you can still see joins if you know what you're looking for. Even here, you just look at it and go, it just looks like cars, doesn't it? Really well, that's why they're so um, fiddly to transform yeah. as well. Because of, probably because of that. I mean, definitely those Orochi ones were super tricky to transform. But they yeah. do so well to move big chunks of cars, like seamless parts like that. Yeah, I agree. I think the big difference design-wise between these and Binal Tech is that Binal Tech kind of wear the cars as armor, whereas yeah. the car parts are a little bit more integrated into the design in these ones. I say that even though they've still got, you know, door wings and... <laughs> the seeker wings, man. Like. I was going to say, the seeker <laughs> wings are the roof of the car just hanging off him, basically. So They seem to go for the same concept, don't they? It's the, the front of the car is the chest on all of mm -hmm. them. Yeah. The the door wings are out there, and the the legs are very much the back of the car. It, it's all very much the same skeleton in a way. They're not 
at all similar transforming, but it does look like they just went for the same concept generally. Although I think the bumblebee has the roof as the chest, doesn't he? Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. okay, it so does. Yeah, different. it is quite different actually. The bumblebee is the is the the real oddity of this lineup. I think the other thing to mention about the bumblebees, I remember when that came around, and of course people have been clamouring for a, a, an alternators or vinyl tech bumblebee for years by this point, and like really, really wanting uh, that to happen. And I think for a lot of people, this was their alternators or vinyl tech bumblebee. You know, they they just stuck it with their existing vinyl tech collection because the fact that it's a little bit smaller all right it's out of scale technically in terms of the car mode but people don't mind that so much when it comes to bumblebee so and it does actually kind of work so what's that bumblebee toy like i really like it um i was not at all sure what i was going to make of it so you're right the the chest is actually the roof of the car and kind of the bonnet is like his crotch plate almost and then like the bumper is his feet uh, and then you've got the back sides of the car become his sort of shoulder pads, if you like. It's um, I really like it. It's got tons of uh, cool stuff about it. I really like his wings and things like this. This was at a time where like the idea of having like wings on a bumblebee uh, wasn't really such a thing. So it, you know, in that regard, it's got some sort of clever little niche things about the design of it that make it stand out a little bit. Uh, the color is really something because it's yellow, but it's like a sort of tinged yellow almost it's quite vibrant mm-hmm. like really sort of stands out against other bumblebees which are a little bit more of a kind of burnt uh sort of orangey yellow this is a little bit more kind of on the green side of the yellow if anything yeah. which i guess is just the, the color of the car it's so funny the way it looks it reminds me of those bootlegs of <laughs> uh vinyl tech style right. cars. you know remember when you look up uh vinyl tech and car robots there's always these bootlegs which is the, this like american corvette with wings and stuff and suddenly yeah. it just has all the proportions wrong like the middle of the robot is massively wide but then the shoulders and the feet just seem completely out of scale with the rest yeah. of it and the head. And that is exactly what Bumblebee looks like. It really reminds me of, you remember like you used to get um, adverts where they'd have transforming robot cars yes. and they'd look a bit janky, look a bit weird. It's got that vibe, like <laughs> some sort of concept from something like that. Like it's not a real transformer. Definitely has that vibe. But um, yeah. am I right in thinking, I could be wrong, did these guys come out quite late, Cliff Jump and Bumblebee? Because the way I sort of remember it was that people were like, oh, wait, they're still going, like, alternative. Actually, no, they were 2009. So it, it, this is so mad because actually in my head, this was all quite a long process. But no, Convoy came out in apparently February of 2009 uh, and Bumbled oh, in right. Cliff, as they were known, was November of the same year. So wow. it's really not far apart at all. Wow. Uh, whereas then you get Repaint Town because uh, it's actually the Repaint Skywalk. Town. Yeah. That's it's where actually... the Raggy Dolls live. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Skywarp and the Starscream then followed in 2010. So they were about six months after Bumblebee. Uh, and, and from there, it's just repaints. How cool is it that the Skywarp is purple? Oh, yeah, really nice. That's one I would like to get. It's almost all purple, isn't it? Yeah, like a real deep purple too. It's like chewing gum. This mold almost has the best looking robot mode of the entire line. Yes, and I, I, I remember agree. how much I enjoyed the proportions and the posability on Banzai Tron. It really is a, a fabulous looking robot mode. And the car mode's pretty swish as well. But my God, the, the difficulty in getting between them. I wonder if this is something that could be revisited in another line, like Legacy Evolution, like they could do an alternative Skywarp universe. That would be amazing. That would yeah. be so cool to see. But it would be good. And it would retain that. Right. And it would retain that really amazing robot mode. 
even if the car mode wasn't this licensed vehicle, but just something slick and purple, yeah, that would be fine. Because yeah. it's a concept car, isn't it? Ultimately, it's not. It's not a real car. No, the Orochi it's... is a Japanese production car. Oh, is it production car? Yeah. I thought it was just a concept car. I remember seeing it in Top Gear once. I remember James May was driving it around in Japanese streets. Uh, no way. I thought it was just a concept car. Honestly, I'm amazed that actually it made it to production. That's so interesting. I always like the name because it's uh, the name of, you know, the King of Fighters video games. It was always the Orochi Saga. It's like it's the 90- Mitsuoka Orochi. Five through mm. 99, I think. Sounds a bit erotic. <laughs> Again, Orochi- reaching. Erotic. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, moving on. Let the, uh... Or reaching. Oriachi flow. You know. Right there. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> that one can sing us out later, maybe. Who knows? But um, I always quite like the shoulder guns that the Seekers get on here. Because they look weird. Because obviously to evoke the Seekers, Seekers pointy bits, aren't they? But they turn into yeah. sort of weird guns. They look a bit more alien. Head sculpt's wicked too. Mm. The head sculpt's amazing. He's got the little, like what's typically the intakes on, on the classic Seeker design. So I think all of That's these That's what I mean, yeah, toys, intakes, intakes. Yeah, 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 I figured that, yeah. So he, but he does have his null rays. Uh, they do have yeah. their null rays on yeah. the arms as well. And and the uh, old original masterpiece Seeker sort of pauldrons at the side, the doors, yeah. isn't it? Becomes that kind of weird skirt thing that everybody hated on the first MP star screen. But it looks great on this mold. Mm. It really does. It wears the kibble beautifully, yeah, and I and I have to say the way that the roof becomes the what traditionally is the wings is very clever. It's really like exceptionally clever design. I wish it was better. Yeah. I wish it was just a better held together toy, a bit yes. more refined. But it's kind of it feels like it's reveling in the kibble rather than it just being like a consequence of a transformation. It feels like yes. it's there. Like it's wearing it proudly. Yeah, because it's meant to, isn't it? It's yeah. meant to be seeker wings. It's meant to yeah. look like a plane. I remember now those little uh, hinged pieces to create the wing tip. Yes. I'd forgotten that it, well, I'd never seen this toy, but it's got the the stripes that sort of line up. But I remember how much I did not like those on the Banzai Tron. I think they were quite loose. They are on Starscream as well, my Starscream. So the whole, that's the thing is it's such a beautiful toy to look at. My God, everything's loose. Everything mm. pops off. You, I mean, I, I, I will transform it again at some point, but I remember trying to get it back into car mode. Actually, I don't know which process was worse, going to robot mode or back, maybe into car mode, just because it was. you've got to be so precise with how everything clips together and things are just popping off, you know, left, right and center with this thing. So it's gorgeous. And I'm looking at pictures of it on the internet now thinking, my God, what a great looking toy. It's stunning. The colors just it so really nice. elevates it beyond the other two massively. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, crotch symbol is fantastic. Yeah, 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 for sure. There's someone here. I've got to share this picture with you because it's worth seeing. Someone here's done a, a little repaint of it to put it in more traditional G1 colors. And it looks incredible, I think. Yeah, that's really good. Looks really, really nice. They've chosen white again. Yeah, mm. they have. That's your bugbear, isn't it? To it be is. It's well, great. Original, this, this original toy is white. I like the face. The face looks so much nicer there. The face is great, honestly. It's yeah. a really good face sculpt. Purple Sky Orb is, is magnificent. That's one to have and display and never touch. If you can get it to robot mode without wrecking it. Yeah. I think so. I think that's... Um, I really like the, the Sonic Blue Thundercracker as well, honestly. It's, I, it's I, lovely, but... I don't know what it is about that Skywalk, because Skywalk is never that colour. Mm. But he should be. You know, yeah. why not have a purple Skywalk? There was so much purple on the original toy, way more purple than the production one ever got, that those catalogue version Skywalks are super purple. Seriously though, I would I, I feel like I need to complete this trio at least, if not Bonsai Tron also. I, 
I kind of got a lot of love for this mold, despite the fact that it's oh, such a total mare to handle. Stunning mm. toy. Uh, so Tron. nice. Beautiful robot mode. Great yeah. colours, the purple and the green and the black on him. Just really, really stands out. I can sort of forgive a toy like this quite a bit for the handling, considering how nice it is in both modes. You know, I can mm. just on a shelf as a display piece, it, it looks so good that I'm sort yeah. of willing to be a little bit forgiving. It's also interesting because it's doing something different. It looks unique exactly. and it stands out on a shelf, but also it's just fun that they were trying something else and have, you know, a little bit of creativity. That's kind of a fun thing after Battletech because, you know, they've done that for a while and they didn't just rest on the laurels with it. They didn't just keep it going and drag it out. They'd like, let's just try this other weirdness. That's cool. For yeah. It. In a way, even more than Battletech because the, the Battletech era... I think people in their mind had it as like everyone's cars now because of stuff like Laser Wave and whatever. But actually, given that Vinyl Tech was very clearly supposed to sort of mush up against Masterpiece, you could argue that MP3 was kind of the Vinyl Tech Starscream in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like that was, mm. you know, and, and Prime and things like that. Uh, whereas Alternity really was, no, everyone is cars now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, even people like Diatlas and things like that. So... I was wrong it, about but it that. Works. He is part. He's um. He's a GTR mold. He's not the Nissan Fairlady mold. So Diatlas is a convoy repaint, and uh, that just makes him even better. I'm gonna have to look into that one. Yeah, because that's great colors, great character, great mold. Mm. It's definitely the strongest of the four to handle that mold, the convoy yeah. mold for sure, a hundred percent. Got to get that Magnus. That looks so good. Uh, the Magnus looks so nice. I feel like I, I, I think I missed on one not so long ago. I, it just got away from me, but um, the, I would like to get Cliff Jumper as well. Oh man, look what's happening! The thing is, the Cliff Jumper. I've just been looking <laughs> at photos of it, and while I don't really like the way it looks, this mold, the color on it, that cherry yeah. metallic red, is amazing. I've heard, I've heard it's stunning in hand. I almost picked one up at TFN, the authentic Cliff Jumper, because in hand it looks so different. I've seen it before, and I've actually handled it before. And photos online don't do it justice to actually Agreed. what it's like in hand. It looks so much more natural and it's a cool looking figure. Yeah. But I saw one at TFN and I came very close to buying it, but literally did a circle and came back and it's gone. So I'm quite happy. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think it's one of those toy designs that like benefits from handling and proper posing and you're sort of away with it. Whereas, you know, a straight dead on photo of it can look <laughs> really a bit awkward because yeah. uh, it does have weird proportions. It's got little skinny legs and a bit of a, you know, fattish body. So it, crazy it could, wide midriff. Yeah, exactly. It can look a little bit awkward. I will say the only thing that gives me slight pause on the Bumblebee mold is the transformation uh, can get not jammed up, but there's like a couple of parts in the sort of auto morph bit that when you're putting it back into car mode, going to robot mode is fine, but putting it back to car mode, you just have to make sure things are lined up very specifically. I had a real headache once because I think something had. Um, one of the internal panels, I forget, had just got out of the way of where it should be. And I could not get it back into car mode for love nor money. And I remember it took me several days or more of like coming back to it. And just, I could feel I was getting frustrated. So I kind of kept putting it down and being like, okay, I'll deal with that later. <laughs> and eventually I figured out what the problem was, but it has sort of, it did take the sheen off it for me a little bit because before that I was like, oh, this is great. Well, that's the biggest frustration of these toys. It's mm. because they're so cool in robot mode, so awesome in car mode. You just really want the handling of them to match that enjoyment because then it would elevate it to all-time classic status. And they're so nearly there, but all of them have some element of frustration. Well, it's the Megatron mold I haven't handled, 
and I don't know the Bumblebee one, but after what you've just said, I guess it's the same thing. There's always something that stops it being a fluid process. I think the the Bumblebee mold on the whole is pretty fluid. I think it's uh, it, it was just this one instance of something getting caught, and then I do sometimes have a little problem with there's kind of um, the front of the bonnet is sort of springs out a little bit, and I sometimes have a, a bit of a problem getting it to stay compacted. But it is lovely. I, you know, I would definitely get the Cliff Jumper, uh, the Megatron. The only thing about it for me, again, loads of cool stuff about the design. Uh, really love the way that like his arm pieces fold, stuff like that. Love the fact that, again, he's got weapons in the seats, but they're blades this time, so that's kind of cool. Uh, so it's like a, a decent alternative to the Prime. But the weird thing on this one is that he's got quite hollow legs. When you say hollow legs, are you just talking about the lower legs, like the shins? Yeah, the shins. Yeah, yeah, literally that. So basically... The... Oh, they are quite weird, actually. I'm just looking yeah. at the knees, and they have a really weird step in them. Yeah, it's it's okay from the front, but actually, when you look at the toy from the side, it's it's quite odd. So, like the it's like the back oh, yeah, of the car, like the bumper is sort of folded down to yeah. make the shins, but there's not really much behind it. So, and of course, because it curves forward, sort of from the knee, so it kind of well, comes out knees. below the knee. Yeah, almost. It's got yeah. that look of I can't remember what the other toy was that we talked about that had this, but like his trousers are falling down. You know, when he's on the toilet. <laughs> And like they're around his what? ankles, you know, when he's trousers around his ankles, and he's like shuffling along. That's what I would look Fairly like. certain, I would remember that discussion. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it does. It, it's an odd one, certainly. It's not as finessed as the Prime. I really like it overall, but and it's still got some of the the cool elements about it, like the blades in the doors and that kind of stuff. And you know, the way that the kind of shoulder kibble is made up is very clever um, oh, and nice. stuff like that. But the legs. It's yeah, it's just it takes the sheen off. Just that, I can see that, that smidge. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the prime, honestly, I think is is pretty much perfect. I think the head plate behind the head is a little bit too visible as well. Yes, maybe. It is an odd head. I'm not in love with the head. I think that's the whole thing that makes these really weird toys because Prime is Prime. Like he's very much yeah. his own thing, but these. It's just so obviously not small vinyl tech, I think. And that's what kind of <laughs> yeah. made people really see Little vinyl okay. tech, yeah, yeah. Okay, the head sculpts are really different too. The colors are really weird. These don't look like traditional Transformers bodies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this was at the time where we'd already started to get classics. And, you know, I guess it almost feels like it's got movie influence. Like re- really clearly movie influence. Mm. Some of the modes really look like that, I think. Like some of the some of the aesthetics. But it does feel like part of the problem with this line is that that change in aesthetic and what it's doing isn't clearly communicated at all like final tech it's very much real cars now turned into robots with vintage characters this line it's very much just here's this new thing and it's like why what is it what's what's the background here there's no like big fancy rollout and explanation of what they're going for right so everything just looks kind of weird doesn't it i think it's quite telling that hasbro didn't pick up these these toys and do anything with them you know like it was it was like they'd done it with alternators as hasbro yeah what would you do with the pricing and how would you market it i just thought it was strange that obviously they'd done it with vinyl tech and then it was almost like they just went no we're we're out of that actually you've lost us at that point because also they do have like a die cast skeleton don't they They, there is die cast in there yeah all of them i think have some element of die cast to them uh whether it's just the skeleton or or whatever it might be like the seeker mold i want to say uh, I'm just doing my, uh, what is it? Jobby the Hong calls it is cold touch technique. Yeah, yeah I think there is. The do it. Yeah, I think there is some diecast like on the doors. Maybe it's hard to say. Like I'm, I'm literally feeling it right now, the the toy. And 
I think there's something in the in the doors, you know. Oh, I'm pretty sure there was diecast on the convoy mold as well. Like I, they're heavy enough to make you believe that there's something there. Absolutely. I mean, I have to tell you, looking at it now and handling this thing, the detail on it is superb. And there's so many things. I'm, I'm talking about the seeker mold specifically, but this is really universal of of all four designs. You know, it's it's next level. You know, you look at alternators and vinyl tech and think, wow, this has some good. Uh, you know, attention to detail in terms of the the car logos and things like that. But it's all carried over to this smaller scale as well. I mean, this, you know, even like down to the little car logos on the back of there, uh, yeah. on the back of it and things like that, you know, the paint is really spectacular. I and, say uh, Mitsuka. Mitsuoka. Mitsuoka. Oh, right. You can say Mitsuka if you want. Like Mr. T's car. A big fool, sucker. <laughs> exactly like that, yeah. That's exactly what I thought of too. That's that's a hell of a shape on that back window and vent, isn't it? <laughs> oh god, I just seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, it's got a little rubber aerial. And then silly things like the fact that's that That's not what I was looking at. <laughs> oh, that's not what you were looking at. <laughs> no. <laughs> what am I not seeing then? Hang on. This is what Maz points it out as a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah <laughs> just right there, mate. Just yeah. Oh my god, I've just unmissable now you that just is can't. quite something oh, Jeez. quite a look yep. yeah that really is um <laughs> yep yeah not unseeing that no i definitely don't want to know what jobby the hong's touch technique with this <laughs> yeah, right, is please exactly. please yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. that is uh yeah if you don't own this toy see if you can find a picture of it from the top down that's all i would say in car mode and you're gonna see it i think uh, I presume it's like that on the real world car. I would say so. <laughs> yeah, it must be, right? Inspiration comes from everywhere. Well, in- indeed, yes. Someone had some inspiration in this case, I can tell you. Or an obsession. Very much so. Uh, anyway, what is interesting is that <laughs> It's a gynecologist's uh, car. <laughs> <laughs> the chest, moving swiftly on, the chest is, uh, is a faux chest, and it's actually underneath the bonnet. So it is. Yeah. Which I hadn't sort of uh, necessarily appreciated either, but it's just weird that they did that. On that scale, it's just really something, isn't it? You yeah, absolutely it, never get anything on that scale at mm. that size anymore. Just it, Like you were talking about how detailed the car mode is with all the vehicle mode details. I'm sure it sounded amazing as a concept when they pitched it. Like, we are going to do hyper-detailed, die-cast, painted, accurate, real-world Japanese cars mm-hmm. as very recognizable Transformers, really big ticket characters like the Seekers, Megatron, Bumblebee, Prime. And they're going to be small, but still super posable and hyper detailed and really intricate. And in the world of Biotech and Masterpiece, where that's the direction, and, and of course, Revenge of the Fallen with its super intricate transformations, mm-hmm. that must have just made so much sense yeah. as, a, as a direction to go. I, I really think so. And you can tell that, I mean, whoever worked on these and designed them, there's something exceptionally clever stuff in there as well. Even silly things like, I mean, they all have interiors, you know, just like Bionel Tech, which on this smaller scale is quite incredible. Uh, you know, they're not as impressive as alternators maybe because of the smaller scale. So there's that little bit of compromise. But, you know, just even opening the Prime uh, car, the Convoy, you know, it's still got the little steering wheel, the dash. It's got all the... Yeah, the they've got of, detailed you know, interiors. Everything. It's really amazing. They have rubber wheels too, right? Rubber wheels, yeah. yeah all there's of them. die cast, there's paint, it's... Almost everything you'd expect updated G1 to be, G1 cars. Yeah, in yeah. A way. And, and little neat touches like, you know, when you open the the bonnet on the convoy, 
uh, it's the back of his head, which is the engine, which mm. I always think is a super cool touch. Mm. And I think all four of these designs are kind of loaded with those little neat touches of just, I don't know, something being formed out of something fairly men- mundane in its way. A bit like we were saying that the car roof becomes the wings in the Seeker Mole, for example. I, I think that's just that sort of next level of design where someone's really had fun with it as well as yeah. done something clever with it. It really takes on board that approach of the car is the robot. Like yes. the robot is formed of car parts. Like modern Optimus Prime toys, one of the complaints is always the gr- grill's fake, isn't it? And it's all fake parts. Whereas here is none of that. It is like even the wings, like you said, it's the roof. Every part forms. What part of the chest that's fake? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I do agree with you though. So, and it has, you know, just looking at some of the repaints as well. I mean, I, I really do appreciate what they were going for here even if they are weird and it does make me want to pick up you know the purple galvatron uh just because of how weird it is with the orange highlights i think that's so superb uh and uh, i i can already feel the the pull to kind of go back and and look at some of them i think the diatlas looks amazing for example i've got a question for you so yeah. if someone is really interested in the diatlas character or mm-hmm. is, is a really big Banzaitron fan and they want this version do you think if they're not familiar with the molds mm-hmm. that were they to pick one of these up in today's collector context, mm-hmm. you know, with everything we have today and everything that's come out in the past and the way we look at it now, do you think they would get a massive kick out of the novelty of these? Or do you think you would only really enjoy these repaints if you were already really into alternative and you've bought mm-hmm. into it, you're invested in the aesthetic and the design decisions they've made and just the, the foibles of it? then you can appreciate the repaint having already set your expectations of what to expect of this experience. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that there is a novelty to them, for sure. Um, I was going to mention this earlier, and I think this is maybe pertinent to this question in a way. I, I remember, I can't remember who it was, but there was someone, uh, whether it was on Twitter or wherever it was on the internet, probably Twitter, that shared a picture of like their Starscream collection, if you will. And it was all the different planes, you know, just think of a Starscream toy and it was in this picture, basically like G1, everything, uh, masterpiece, all of them. Uh, you know, so you've got lots of planes, basically lots of uh, jets all lined up and then one car. And mm-hmm. everybody that I saw commenting on this picture was like, what's the car? You know, mm-hmm. and it was, it just stood out to everybody as like a real oddity of like, what? A, a car, Starscream? A car scream? Yeah. Uh, you know, and it was, uh, uh-huh. it, it really caught the eye. And and I think in that regard, they are a novelty. And I think the fact that they look so nice and they have so many clever touches in both modes should make them appealing. But I think if you're going in thinking that they're going to be fantastic Transformers toys along the lines of what like Legacy is pumping out for now, for example, like so fun to pose and handle, they're not that. Yeah. Is that a fair assessment, do you think? I think so. My experience of Banzai Tron was that he looked beautiful posed, but it wasn't an easy process. Yeah. I think if you're up for the challenge, read frustration, and mm. you, you just want to, or you just want a really nice looking thing on the shelf, I think that's ultimately where these shine, is something yeah. that looks nice on a shelf. So everything we've been saying about looking at these details and appreciating them, look at the, look at the head sculpt, look at the color, look at that little mm-hmm. detail on the crotch or the chest. Is it like that when you pick one of these up off the shelf and just hold it in your hand? Maybe don't transform it or pose it, but just sort of look it up and down, touch it here, maybe not that particular spot on that car, but <laughs> you know, just sort of have a look at it and think, yeah, this is actually really, really cool, but I'm going to put it back now. 
I think so, yeah. I was just thinking that would be a good spot for a rub sign, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it just? Ooh. Heat sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, little hot spot. Uh, but I think so, yeah. I think, like, just appreciating the, the engine head for Convoy just there, that to me is something that I look at and I think, yeah, this is cool, you know? Or just little details on all four of them, really. Uh, even like the weapon storage on the Megatron is just a, a funny little funky We're just going to let that slide in. He's going to say engine head. <laughs> Which yeah. one? What did I say? <laughs> oh, it's just, it was a grower. Okay. <laughs> Not a shower? <laughs> well. Anyway, yeah, I, th- I think they all have those fun, cool, quirky details that you can appreciate, even if you don't handle them a lot. I don't know. I'm pleased to have these in my collection. They sit on their own shelf with the GT molds. Uh, so they sort of just take up the one shelf. You know, it doesn't take up a lot of room. And I think they're they're pretty neat, actually. And that's saying it as someone that fully thinks that they're a bit of a pain in the ass to handle. Mm. I think there's still a lot to appreciate. Do you, uh, do you recall the original price point of these at retail? I don't know. I really can't fathom that worth mentioning that now i think that's generally go for nothing don't they yeah they're quite uh ubiquitous on ebay they always have been though haven't they like i remember some of them yeah i think the banzai tron initially was really hard to get at first and then very quickly it was available all over the place my impression is that you know the convoy the particularly in the alternate colors stuff like that uh, is very easy to get. You know, yeah. I bought the Bumblebee for 30 quid or so, something like that. Do you know what I mean? It really wasn't like a lot. The Cliff Jumper, I think, goes for similar. Um, but I, I suspect that some of the recolors, like the Diatlas and the Purple Galvatron, are maybe a little bit more. But that is just me guessing. I don't know. Just like based on them being sort of the end of the line, really. So it's the end of the road. Galvatron. The, the, end, end, the end of the road Galvatron, indeed. Yeah. That should just be the name of the release, End of the Road Galvatron. It really should. <laughs> How have perfect. they never done yeah, a toy exactly. called End Galvatron, of the Road Galvatron? Finish the, the line with a edition. Galvatron, and that's <laughs> yes. what it's called. It's End of the Road Galvatron. That's how Brilliant. they should finish every toy line going forward. It's just, it's always Galvatron as the last toy. Yes. Yeah. It's the end of the road for this line, guys. That's what Masterpiece yes. like 900 will be, Galvatron, finally. <laughs> yeah, with, oh, with a, big, a big thing on the box <laughs> that says, this is... The end of the road Galvatron. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Just that. Okay, I think we've sold it. Yeah. The Transformers will return after these messages. Right, well, it's that time for the part of the pod where we do our sponsor segment, and that is, as ever, tfsource.com. And the site's got a bit of a new look this week, hasn't it? Definitely an update. It's definitely a look. What's caught your eyes, then, in terms of what's in stock and up for pre-order? Uh, it's straight away Masterpiece Rhinox for me. Yeah, like, man. I honestly think if there was one Masterpiece Beast Wars toy I'd get, it's that one. Oof. I saw it. You guys were talking about it in the chat that we have with our mates. And I mm. saw the pictures and I didn't know that this uh, had come out. I didn't really, I hadn't followed the news. And I just looked and I thought, that's got to be Masterpiece Rhinox. It's so nice looking and so accurate. So many details on it. That's got to be it. Just didn't know if it was the 3P or not. But yeah, there it is. MP59 Masterpiece Rhinox. Yeah. Heck of a price. That's a premium price on it. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Mad but that's price. been all of these Beast Wars masterpieces. They've just looked insanely good. Mm. It's just such a good showcast representation. I don't think yeah. any other aspect of Transformers has nailed 
showcast better than MPV no, stores. Th- there is literally nothing like it. And the fact that I think there was some nervousness that the, the Beast Wars masterpiece had kind of died off because actually the last one was Tigertron in 2020. So it's been three years. No, come on. Yeah, Didn't yeah. we get Black Agnew wow. after that? Nope, that was before. What? Three years. Yeah, three years since the last Beast Wars masterpiece. No, I'm stunned. That can't be yeah. right. It's totally true. I promise you. I looked it up the other day because I couldn't believe it. But so, yeah, I think people quite understandably have been like, what, that what is that burning red convoy one, though? I think even with repaints, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to check now because otherwise people are going to be sending in angry letters and emails, aren't they? And being like, 6 Yeah, I wonder where no. they're from. Yeah. Uh, so look, here we are. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the wiki. I'm typing in Beast Wars. Looking it up. Here we go. Can, can you hear pan pipes? Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it in. We'll, we'll sing it in. Right, so, um, Tigertron. 2020, September. So, I mean, over three years now. Uh, Burning Convoy was 2020 also, but in March. So it's before. Oh, wow. Oh, that, and that's Black amazing. Arachnia, Black Arachnia was 2019. My how time flies. Mm. What have we had since then? It's just Jetfire and the trains. Trains, uh, Jetfire, Skids. Starscream. Trailbreaker. Yeah, the Seekers. Skids, yeah. Trail, another yeah. Convoy. Yeah. Not a lot, actually. Like, it's... it's Bumblebee. Mark II, not Cliff yeah. Jumper, mind you. Bumblebee Mark II, that was a while ago as well. Yeah, uh, oh, I can't be aged this That was way. 2019. Oh, my goodness. And we still haven't had Cliff Jumper <laughs> confirmed. What on earth is happening? Oh, my God. So does that mean that MP44 is like half a decade old now? MP44. Someone said about MP44. I was reading something the other day, and they said that it was nearly 10 years old. And I was like, What? I know it was MP36 they were talking about, the Megatron, sorry. That was released in 2017, wasn't it? 17, yeah. And someone was talking about it saying it was nearly a decade old. And I was like, you're rounding up a little bit there. (laughs) Anyway, Masterpiece Rhinox. Yeah, looks great. Great Glad they're back on this. I wonder if they'll one day do a Masterpiece Silver Bolt. That'd be interesting. But I wouldn't Mm. go near it because I hate him. Fair enough. (laughs) Liam, what's caught your eye? The thing that has caught my eye is actually... This new Diaclone stuff. It's like this little little trucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's purely for photography stuff. You know, like the little, I don't know, they're just sort of like cool <laughs> little vehicles that, you know, could cart people about in the back of photos and stuff. Like little police vans almost. Yeah. One of the new uh, Vasaltas comes with one of these vehicles. And then these uh. are like, there's another vehicle set that you can get. There's vehicle set one and there's vehicle set two now. And there's just the... They're almost like carriages. Yeah, they've got cool. Have you seen like the ramp pulls out of the back? Yeah. Mm. And it looks like Very Metroplex also... chest. Yeah, yeah. It's not an apologetic ramp here. No. But they've also got actual, looks like they've got tank treads as well as wheels on some of them. That looks so cool, yeah. It is cool. It just looks really neat all around, like bits come off the side. Yeah. I just think it would be perfect for, you know, background photography stuff. Between that and Captain America Battle Buffalo, there's quite a lot of exciting stuff yeah. going on in Diaclone oh, at the moment. The Vasaltas look insane, like the new Garuda with the massive propellers on its shoulders and the crazy Garuda. attack helicopter mode and the Gale Vasalta as well. Now, the Vasaltas have gone crazy. Ever since the orbiting, the white orbital one came out and then the aquatic one came after it, they definitely moved up a level in quality and design. And now they're just really pushing the boat out with uh, what these things look like. It's a legitimate subline for me. So I'm assuming that this thing, because this is D02 
D vehicle set two. Yeah, it's just the carriage bits, isn't it? It's not it does that... Look that way. It doesn't have the little rolling aim like armored vehicle that goes inside yeah. it because that's only on the first picture, isn't it? There's sort of like some sort of little go kart you looking thing with a gun. Yeah, you have to be careful with some of this stuff because it's yeah, like, that's it, what I mean. What, it what you're actually you out. getting, yeah, yeah. It's like obviously it shows you interactivity with other stuff sometimes, so it's not fair. <laughs> I think yeah, that's literally all it is. That's why it's twenty four ninety nine. It's it's just a couple of extra carriages yeah, for the for cool. the do one set. It's cool. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, nice. I think what what's actually shown in that picture pulling those carriages is one of the Vasaltas. Yeah, that's actually the uh, bullet core right. of one of the Vasaltas. It's not even yeah. do one. I think that's what it See, is. That's cool. But I mean, anyway, I love a good ramp. So I mean. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Uh, I have got my eye on numerous things, but I think for me it's going to be the the Fans Toys Aerial Bots, which are up for pre-order, just to finally finish that set. I love the three that are out at the moment. Can't wait to actually finally finish the the thing after maybe seven years or something, however it's been. I don't know. It's been a long, not that long, but a long time, certainly. So well up for those. Um, and they've they've got the last two, I think, up for pre-order now. It's been a bit of a weird one, this release. Uh, but it's finally coming to an end, uh, and we will finally know how the combined mode is made. So that'll be fun. I love that. That's kind of the the selling point of the fans' toys aerial bots. It's finally coming to an end. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Nearly there. Just yeah. hang on in there. Anyway, that'll do it for our sponsor segment. So do check out all this and more uh, at tiersource.com for all your Transformers, third party, and Diaclone needs. We finally got him to say Diaclone in that. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Ah. 65 episodes. And he didn't say it weird either. He didn't say it like Diaclone or something. Diaraz. Yeah. Not mustard in. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) We now return to the Transformers. Right, well, I think that's going to about do it for Alternity. A fairly short but sweet chat. It was never meant to be a long one, but ultimately it is four molds. So <laughs> I think we've sort of reflected that. Uh, I have to say, though, it's been good because, if anything, it's sort of reinvigorated my my kind of love for this little line. I know it's not perfect, but I still think there's a, a lot to appreciate about it. I can't want to go and check out some of those recolors now. What, what, do you, what do you guys it's think? It's just because you want to get all of Transformers in it. That's what it is. You want to get the last one. really ones. not. It's really not. Got to catch them all. Definitely don't. Absolutely not. Yeah. If, <laughs> if there's one I'd get, I think it's the Dietless. Because I, I love yeah. the convoy mold. I'd love to know what it's like without the GT parts. And Dietless is a great character. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like definitely some more of the convoys couldn't go amiss. I love the two I have. Want to get the white one. Not fussed about the silver one. But the, the the yeah the white one the Magnus and the Dietless why not eh? why not yeah why not I wouldn't mind getting the cliff jumper that was cool right so if you enjoy the content then you should probably know that there's an awful lot more of it on Patreon.com forward slash Triple Takeover that includes minisodes where we focus on things like 1987's subgroup of G1 things like Headmaster Horicons Throttlebots that kind of thing we take requests and as a six O's Butler tier patron you can make requests and we will you know. We might do them at some point. And at GBC level, you get the mini-series content, which is IDW More Than Meets the Eye or Unicron Trilogy or Tatman, whether it's Turtles or Bionic 6 or Batman or whatever else Liam found at the bottom of his tub. Mortal Kombat. Week. Mortal Kombat. Goodness That's me. Yeah, one. that was really something. I think I've erased it from memory. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's all there, as well as our Discord channel, which you can join and talk on all of these subjects. And yes, the TFN 2023 thread is still going on our Discord. So that's how much buzz there is on there. So absolutely check us out. And other benefits, 
other than the roll call, which is coming, is that you can ask a question, and that's at Inner Beast level and higher. And we have a question which is quite appropriate this time, and this is from Spencer Butler, who asks, Megatron has probably the most storied and notorious journey with alt mode, from a gun to a tank Uh. to a dinosaur to a space dragster to a the thing he was in 2007 and also a Nissan Fair Lady Z 370Z. So what are some of your favorite alt modes for old Megatron? And which ones would you like to see him have in the future? Great question. I mean, it's hard to beat the gun in it. <laughs> it's hard to beat the gun it's in hard. it. It's hard to beat the gun. It's a real good mode, it is, lad. It's hard to beat the gun, son. Yeah, I, I love gun mode Megatron. I absolutely love the yeah. Walter P38. I, yeah. I am not a fan of toy guns, but Megatron as a vintage G1 Transformer representing his cartoon self. That's a pretty fantastic representation. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I always felt like there was one panel in the cartoon that to me, uh, in the comic, sorry, which to me kind of really sold the concept of gun mode Megatron in a way that no other Transformers fiction ever has. And it's where where a human is kind of carrying him, some random human that he's co-opted into carrying him like into the battlefield, if you like. And he and he just goes completely unseen by anybody oh, else. He's that. like completely sure. hidden. And I just always, that even as a kid, I remember thinking that actually makes so much sense. You know, if you imagine that he's like the mightiest of all his forces in that, but the fact that he can go undetected and just kind of slip in, I always thought it was uh, it was very cool. But yeah, I like gun mode. Uh, but I like all of them. Batmobile, Cybertron, yeah. Force slash Galaxy Force Megatron is That's pretty amazing. high on that list. That as is well. amazing. That was, that was a um, great toy. toy. I was doing some pictures of the old animated Shadow yeah, Blade, fabulous leader class well. Megatron the other day, and the helicopter is just yeah, whoa, great mode, so good, great mode, so good. And then there's a tank. Yeah, tank Megatrons are always like Armada Megatron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty fantastic. Yeah. Like G two Megatron, the G two toy is amazing. Green tank. But even like the Beast Wars stuff, you know, he's a T-Rex, he's a crocodile. Mm-hmm. These are these are cool. Yeah, he's a dragon. Th- these are all amazing choices. Yeah. I think, and that's the beauty of Megatron for me, is that it's not a truck every time. It's the fact that his alt mode, almost by necessity of having been a gun originally and that not being able to be replicated, I like the fact that with every new series, they just keep moving it on. You know, he's tank, plane, uh, helicopter, yeah, yeah. T-Rex, dragon, yeah, yeah. racing car. favorite. Yeah. Favorite is the Sega Mega Drive. Oh. Mega Drive, Megatron. Do you know is, what they should have the done one. though? I was thinking earlier, is uh the Mega Drive is cool. They should have done that. You remember the light gun for the Mega Drive, the Menacer? No. So there's a Mega Drive light gun. It could have turned into that. That I never knew. Megatron. Oh, yes. But yeah. I think I would uh what would you like to see him as in the future? I mean he's been everything. How about a train? A train Megatron. Ooh. It's a classic Megatrain. 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 Yep. Silver, yeah. same colours as G1 Megatron, nicely chromed out, maybe even like a, a steam idea. locomotive. But, you know, yeah. 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 A boiler. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> a kettle. It turns into household objects. Well, micro change. Yeah. yeah. A bit of a micro change theme. Turn him into a toaster. Just passively aggressive. You know, it's being passive aggressive and just burning your toast slightly. He's that sure. guy from Red Dwarf. Does anybody want any toast? Like, Wasn't that the plot of Revenge of the Fallen? Yeah. yeah. And, and many a Transformers joke as well. Hmm. Yeah, very true. I think a train Megatron would be pretty cool. But they don't really do it these days now, do they? He tends to be a tank, I suppose. Yeah. They sort of settled into tank more than anything, I think, nowadays. Or an extraordinarily large, offensive, way over-the-top weapon. 
that is not a handgun and can at all be confused for a handgun, but just like a massive orbital like a freaking planet wrecking gun or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a big Decepticon symbol and Megatron's head. I think it was um, Guido Greedy posted some artwork that he'd done of like an interpretation of G1 Megatron's alternate mode from Cybertron. And it was basically, it looked a bit like his gun mode, but he was like a huge sort of turret cannon. And it looked super cool. That's and it was like, it to be you know, so, yeah. yeah, it looks, I'll see if I can find it, honestly, because it was so good. Uh, and, it, and it actually made total sense. You know, you looked at it and you were like, yep, totally sold on that. Thank you so much, Spencer, for the question. I hope you enjoyed the answer. And of course, one of the other perks is the roll call. So here we go. And this, this is a bigger <laughs> list than before. I mean, it took ages last time. Here we go. I do like to change this list up every now and then. But the last time I tried to do it backwards was such an ordeal <laughs> that I think I'm just going to go straight into it and say thank you to Nick, Daniel Roberts, Andy Preston, Chris, Spider Father, I'm Shimmick, Matt, Bad Saturday, Justin Massaro, Dave Dunrumple, Absurd, Geo Kaiser, Yusuf, John Pearl, Choice of Anthony, Cast, Captain R.A., Phil G., Rodestorm, Laserbeak, Puma the Hunter, Peter Hammerson, Shenry, Chris Norris, Jesse Moreno, Nexus, Aristotle Boda, Billy Gates, Andy Gold, Cold Squall, Simon Elvin, Joshua, Scraptastic, Plastic, Damascene, Jeffrey Freak, Inbound Lee, Kyler Wilmot, Tim Banerjee, Ben Lewis, Lucas Anker, Mollus Koenig, Malcolm Hobbs, CNC, Rick 56, Mythic Gears, Zach Lawson, Jason Murray, David Shepard, the Steam, Quick Mix, Josh Bell, Ashpolt, Zindios, Christian Hyatt, Mark Alley, Graham Moffat, Connor C, Bert Perotta, Eric Hoyt, Bobby P, Mike Loricono, Nihar Bat, Tyler Husky, Chris Rodwell, Steve Redman, Jim Kinsey, Sean T. Siegel, James Pascoe, Ghost Prime, Jickle, MK Tronic, Holdert Walter, Charlie Chappelle, June Marigold, Jonathan Fawcett, Chick Howard, Alexis Taylor, Windows 6K, Tyler Dickerson, Jeremy Woodall, and Ross. But also, Jetfire James, Dogland UK, Michael Cagle, <laughs> Doug John Squid, Catfish, Robert R, Calidus, Michael Brandt, Cam Lee, Miguel Gonzalez, Spider-Bob, James Hooks, Brandon Mahaffey, Collecticon, Chuck, Goldbolt, Alec Trevelyan 2022, Riley Lentz, Emperor Galvatron, Matthew Dedman, Spencer Butler, Alan Johnson, Anthony Baker, Adam Brady, James Turnham, Simon, The Transformer Closet, EMH Richard, Robin Hunt, RHA, Logan, Jetfire Prime 760, James Clark, Frank Colosimo, Atlas, Dave Beckett, Jeremy Canseco, Ben Erickson, Tony Hayward, Evil Plop Disease, Juan Carpintero, Clark, Clint Gaming, Michael Gaxiola, Freedom is the Right, DJ Convoy, John Cole Dalton, Star Saving Fan 37, Private Random, Rob Franklin, Protein, Digby Soros, Anthony Fortunato, Menace Streaker, Dodge, Stevie P, 360 Verse, Traffic Cone, The Perfect Pixel, Welcome Back, A Saucy Fellow, and John R. and the Mapes Brothers, who you might recognize. What a list. What a list indeed. Ross is uh, the person that has all the Transformers at the moment, isn't it? Neither of you seen this? On on it's been all over Twitter. Check your Twitter or X. Is this or a friend's it joke? No, it's not a friend's joke. No. I, I it's some American store, I think, called Ross. And then like people keep oh, posting yeah. going, oh, oh, right. all the toys are yeah, cheap at okay, Ross. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. It, it, it was a good joke. It was a good joke. Credit to you for yeah. connecting these two Transformers yeah. universe. Needed a bit of explaining. And tying it into yeah. the podcast. Very good. Yeah, there we go. There we okay. go. I'm impressed. Well, I should also mention that we've got a sponsor for the evening, and that is TFSource.com. Do check them out for all your Transformers and third-party needs. He did mention Diaclone this time. See, he forgets. And Diaclone needs. Diaclone needs. Diaclone. Sorry, uh, Diaclone. Diet Raz, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Diet Raz. Diet Raz. Diet Raz. Raz Zero. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, well, I did have just one quick message on the old uh, Instagrams the other day from... uh, no, no, it's just you know, God very nice chap, Dwight from York. He just wanted piss to say, off, Liam. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? Do you know him? He seemed like a nice chap. Never heard of him. What, Dwight? Dwight um, York. Who is that? I don't know. Some guy from York. Dwight. So he's like he's a, a footballer, nice isn't he? Dwight York. Uh, now, now you say that, that rings a bell. So no, oh, I know you know who it is. This, this is like... another. <laughs> 
An, I'm actually another, asking. Oh man, this is another unfortunate listener with a name from. Oh, wow, this is becoming a theme, guys. I don't know what's happening, but uh, yeah, it certainly is becoming well, a theme. Well, he just wants to say that he bought a T-shirt of one of our G2 Omnibots, and he just wanted to say, guys, I loved it, thanks, and yeah, wanted to tell everyone they should buy one too. And you can do that, just like Dwight from York, you know, back of the net. Uh, you can find <laughs> rebel.com forward slash people, forward slash triple takeover, forward slash people? No. You've said uh, that bit. All right. Yeah, uh, people forward slash redbubble forward slash people forward slash triple takeover yeah. forward slash dot com forward slash people. Yeah, explore. Imagine all the people. Good luck with that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Rebel.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore. Explore. Correct? Bravo. Yes. And if you want to correct me on that Rebel address, <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can contact us on social media, which is at triple takeover or one word on Instagram and Twitter. And at triple un- no the other way around, <laughs> then you can't correct me. <laughs> That's his tri- talent, isn't it? Just directing people in the wrong direction okay. constantly. Okay. So it's at triple takeover or one word on Instagram and Twitter. No, Facebook <laughs> and Facebook. So at triple takeover on Facebook and at triple underscore takeover on Instagram and Twitter, which is now known as X, guys. Where can they find you? I'm at TF Square One on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Blue Sky. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah I'm sure. at 6OTF on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Patreon, Threads, Blue Sky, maybe some other ones. And I'm at Toybox Toybox. Anyway, there's that. Well, that's going to about do it for the alternative chat for the evening. I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, maybe it's spurred you into checking out these fantastic toys but alternatively speaking that'll do it Ask.